What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Top Fly Podcast. You know what it is. You know what we're here to do. Back in studio. We went on a little bit of a break, but we're back. I know you missed us, but we're back, y'all. I want to send a shout out to my boy B in studio today. What's up, B? How you doing, man? Doing great, bro. Uh, special guest in the building. Um, yeah, I'm doing good. Jumping on the sticks. Primo's not here today, so I'm going to be missing on the... him. Missing him today, yes, definitely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And to my right, I got the big bad wolf himself, my boy <laughs> Bali. What's up, Bali? How What's you doing, up, bro? Man, I'm excited. I'm excited for our guest. I see you, you know? got the bottle with you, too, right? Yeah, that yeah, you wanna... I'm, I'm, I'm celebrating for, for, my, for my boy Mark here, you know, not in the forest. Not him, not him, Forrest. <laughs> Appreciate it, my boy Bali sending shout outs. And let's introduce our special yes, guest sir. of the Top Flight Pod. Officially, we've only had two guests on the pod. Uh, we've had yeah, yeah. three or four. Kip, no, Danny. Oh, okay, oh, but yeah. Blair. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. But first we had Bills. Yeah. Yeah, then we had Kip and Danny. Yeah, and now yeah. we have Mark Turner. Yes, Mark Turner. Yes, Mark, Turner. Mark Turner, welcome to the Top Flight Pod. Introduce yourself, mate. Thanks. Appreciate it. It's exciting to be here. And I, wow, I'm in good company. Yeah. Bills and then a couple of the boys from the squad. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. This is rare if I am, man. So, no, it's exciting to be here. I really enjoy listening to you and, and watching you guys. Really enjoy your takes outside of the stadium. Somehow we've never managed to hook up outside the stadium one yeah. of these days, but... Uh, yeah, excited to be here. I'm yeah. here for one reason. You're a cool guy. One reason only, and that's the accent. We know this. <laughs> we know this. We know this. We know yeah. this. I've actually never met anybody uh, from from England or from uh, Great Britain. Is that is right? That, is that, is, what do y'all call it? Yeah, the yeah. UK? Is it England? <laughs> I'm, is it Britain? So, I'm so glad you'd ask. <laughs> yeah, because people say, oh, I love your British accent. There's no such thing as a British accent, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the British Isles, but uh -huh. I'm from England. Okay. okay. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like you guys are from Texas. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, you're also part of, part of the United States. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. What part of uh, England are you from? Okay, so this is going to seem weird given that I follow Nottingham Forest, but there's a reason for that. Uh, I'm actually from Oxford. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Oxford is not known as being a hotbed of football. So, and it's going to be football, people. Sorry, yeah. it's not <laughs> soccer yeah. today. Um, we have Oxford United. We have Oxford City, who are semi-pro. So we have some history. Um, Isn't there like a big school there? Yeah. Kind of a big Oxford deal. Kind of a University. Big deal. Yeah. Some people go there and they like speak yeah. every now and then, right? They have yeah. like a hall they where do. they speak. Yeah. yeah. ASAP Rocky went one time. I don't know why, but he, I, he, okay. he, he <laughs> was there. He I was there. some time there. And yeah, we do get speakers. We have actually, I think a couple of American presidents have been there in the mm. last 30 years. Came wow. and talked. So, okay. Yeah. Damn. Some, some little history there. But we're going to get into a little bit of the European part later in the pod, of course, at the Top Flight Pod. We got to start with the Austin FC segment. Primo. Give us the first topic of Austin FC segment. <laughs> oh, he's not here, bro. He's, he's not, not here today. Here. He's not here today. But the first topic we're going to get into Austin FC, I want to start with you, B. I want to yes, get sir. your take on last night's Pachuca game. 4-1 defeat to the runner-up of the Liga MX. Yes. You know, they, they took a, a, an L against uh, Atlas, yes. who are champions back-to-back. -back. Be campeones. Be campeones. Yes, the sir. last time they had won a championship was in like 70 years. So 70 years, yeah. A lot of people slept on on this team. I think they thought it was going to be a walk in the park, something like that. But give us your take on this game, B. What was it? Yeah, was man, it like? I, I was at the game. I had uh, had somewhere to be towards the second half, so, but I did watch the first half, uh, which was probably the worst. Uh, the second half, they picked it up. You know, it was a, a better performance if you were to cut the halves and you know, two separate games. But the first half was just just it was just horrible as far as. I didn't, I mean, it's a friendly, so it's hard for me to kind of, you know, harp on the guys because it's a friendly, but it just didn't seem like they were up for the game. I know Pachuca was moving the ball really, really well. It almost seemed like they knew where they were before they even, you know. You could tell that Pachuca has, they're more 
I guess, engraved and driven into the style of play that they play. So yeah. it's almost like they were more fluent on the field. They, they moved the ball a lot easier, a lot more quicker than us. And um, we had nothing first half, bro. Four goals in one half was, ah, man. You know, comparing it to our performances in the past, like the first half at Orlando was really bad. The LA Galaxy game was pretty bad. And that first half against Pachuca, although it's a friendly, was probably the worst. Now, opinion. now, be this game, you know, it, it, it ended up as a nightmare, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But it started off pretty bad. Pachuca got on the score sheet in the first <laughs> minute. Roberto de la Rosa scoring in minute one. Right after that, Nicolás uh, Ibañez yeah. with the second goal in the 21st minute. Gustavo Cabral, uh, I think that might have been the best goal of the night. Uh, minute 27, and then Jesus Hernandez for the 4-0. Man, it was 4-0 at one point, bro. And minute yeah. 43, uh, Sebastian Driussi got us back on the on the kind of try to you know he kind of gave us hope, got us on the score sheet with the PK. Very very well shot, by the way. I don't know the first one. Very well shot, the first one. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had a second second PK chance, and it was blocked. But yes. Bali, give me your take on, uh, on on this game. How did you see it? What were your uh, thoughts on this? Well, um, I, I didn't actually. I didn't go to the game, you know. But uh, the fans were were DMing me, you know, and they were telling me, "Hey, Bali, you would have been uh, very proud of uh, Redis." You know, he was trying. I heard that. Uh, I heard to that. me, I, uh, I don't I heard care. About that. I don't care. To me, it's too late. It's done for him. <laughs> you know, he should he should he should leave. And then a lot of people were telling me Musa, what's wrong with Musa? And then um, and a lot of people were telling me that Romagna had a, had a good game. So um, I'm hearing a lot of stuff, mm. but it's stuff that I, I haven't uh, I haven't uh, heard yet. You know, uh, but um, it is what it is, man. Um, we take the defeat. La Liga uh, Pachuca is a great team. Take nothing away from them. But um, we move on, man. Montreal is a uh, the the game that I'm worried about. And I'm ready for it. So it doesn't affect you that much, I guess. Not, not really. Not really. Yeah. I care, way. If you I were care. there watching the first half, bro, yeah. you would. You. I care. Yeah, I might I have care. been pissed. Yeah, you might. You would not be happy, bro. Now, you would not be happy. Last season, Mark Turner, you replied to something that Bali said on Rotney Redes. You said, "Hey, did you know this guy's been playing with a meniscus injury?" Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Bali is saying that it's too late for this guy. He needs to be out. Fans were saying that Rodney Redes was putting on a show last night. Hit the post, by the way. He was playing well. Put in a great cross for Danny Houston, who fans were saying he should have scored. Mm -hmm. But give us your take on the whole Rodney Redes situation because he's kind of become a meme of this club. <laughs> give us your thoughts on Rodney Redes and the game overall from yesterday. What's the only other game that Rodney has really shone in? He scored in. Digitus, apparently. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. I don't know. Is there something in that? The fact that he's only able to show up in these exhibition max, uh, matches against teams from uh, Central and South America? I, I I don't know. He's he's not he's not doing it in MLS. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, to Bali's point, in fact, I'm glad you brought up the meniscus piece. I'm glad you didn't bring up the fact that after the preseason season one, I was the guy shouting loudest. This kid Redis, he's going to be something. <laughs> <laughs> this kid's going to blow up MLS, right? Yeah. So I'm just going to fess yeah. up. That was me. I did yeah. that. Um, and that didn't pan out, of course. You know, I, I think Bali's being typically black and white, and I'm okay with that. Uh, but I'm actually kind of going in the Bali direction in regards to Redis right now. I th and, and the same with Musa as well, in that, you know, these players have had a lot of rope. They've had an opportunity to step up and show up, and we're just not seeing it. In the case of Musa, it's a little different. You know, he was really brought in as a red adair this last season. He was brought in to fight the fire and just say, hey, man, we're going to throw you up front, do what you can. And I think coming to the club under in, the, in those circumstances, um, that's hard. That's really hard for a young kid like that. And then we bring in this veteran 
uh, quality uh, up top in terms of Drusi and then Yeruti and I, I think I think Musa's lost his way now. Do I think there's a way back for him? Sure. Do I think there's a way back for Redes? I don't know, boys. I'm going to throw Stroud back at you. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't exactly. know why Stroud. I mean, yeah. I did a bunch of inter interviews last year, and I will tell you, other than Alex Ring, which will surprise nobody, the most intense player that I talked to, the guy who was like, let me at him, let me at him, was Jared Stroud. That boy is fierce. Where is he now, though? We haven't seen Jared Stroud in a long time. Where we is haven't. he? Yeah. We haven't. And that's kind of my point, which is if I'm going to flip a coin on somebody, I'm doing it on Stroudy before I'm doing it on Redes. Um, yeah. Again, I'm not ready to go quite full call Bali at this point, but <laughs> I'm leaning that way. Now, obviously, it was not the result we wanted. You know, no brainer, no brainer. But some positives that we can take from yesterday's match, last night's match, we can get into it, is some players made their debuts. Mm. Now, Charlie Asensio made his debut, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Um, Damian Lost didn't get to play. Mm -mm. Did not get to play. I was kind of hoping to uh, see him. But I wanted to bring in the lineup. The lineup with this point because the lineup was strong. The lineup was pretty strong. And we didn't think that we were going to see maybe those guys out there. We started it off right off the bat with Stuber. Right, and I thought maybe it was going to be rotation between Tarbell or maybe Damian Las. I was surprised by the very surprised, very surprised. And we fielded Julio Cascante and Kip Keller on the side. We had Jean Kolmanik mm -hmm. and uh, Nick Lima. Right. Julio, who's also played every single game, every single game, every single game, yeah. every single. When is this guy going to get a rest? This should have been the game to do it. Should have been. The, but then who else would you put? Just uh, Romagna and Kip, Romagna and Kip, right? Yeah. Just make them play. There were really only two players in that starting lineup who maybe you wouldn't expect to have start. That was Kip and Musa. Yeah. But the rest of the team was essentially our, our starting yes, guys. Yeah. We yes. had we had the midfield of Ethan Finley, Sebastian Driussi, and who who else was uh, Felipe? Felipe, Fe Felipe was starting yes. as well. Up yep. top we had Diego Fagundes, uh, but we had it was a four four two if if I'm not mistaken because Maxi and uh, Jite right. were yes. up top. But they honestly did not work. No. But give me your thoughts on the lineup, boys. I want to start off with you, yeah. B. You know, were you surprised that you saw that strong team field out there? I was surprised at the strong team, yes. Um, because as Mark pointed out, you know, despite Kip and Musa, you know, the rest of the guys are usually our starting 11. Um, the 4-4-2 aspect of it, maybe, who, uh, you know, given you got Musa and Maxi, maybe Wolf is trying stuff out. You know, this is the game to do it, you know. This is the game to, to, to try 4-4-2, you know, see what players have and i got the lineup right here on the tv for y'all yeah and you know the score line is i mean i don't know man i just watching them kind of it make it kind of blurs my my take because it just watching them i i can't put away the aspect that it's a funny just seeing how they were outplayed just out passed around the box this the third goal was just the most simple tap in header by pachuca it was just you know it was all neck he like curved it you know it was just he was wide open bro it's just I don't know with the lineup. You know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna side with Bali more, man. You know, he was trying stuff out, four four two, strong lineup. I don't know, man. I I want to move on away from this this game as soon as possible, in my opinion. And I'm more like Bali said, concerned with Montreal next, Montreal. And uh, yeah, are you not concerned though that Austin FC lost four one LA Galaxy and again four one to uh, Pachuca? Is that not sitting sitting on your on your, on your mind heavy? I'm gonna take into uh, into account the fact that Wolf was trying out four four two, and it's a friendly, and maybe the players weren't up for it. I'm gonna find excuses because, man, it's just it's just tough. I I, I want to just say I just want to simply say it was a friendly. Wolf tried stuff out. Let's move on. It is what it is. 
but it's tough because yeah. I was there watching the first half yeah. and it's just nothing. I didn't see anything. It's almost like it's almost like, and this is this might be a little crazy, but it's almost like Wolf said, let's just practice playing out the back. Let them let them play. Let's just. That's what you said yesterday. That's yeah, what you were telling us like, yesterday. Because they were playing out the back. Religiously. Reli- they were like, no matter, they could score seven goals on us. It almost seemed like they were like, we're going to play out the back. Mm. It's almost like, because you don't have exercises playing out the back in games that matter for points in the MLS. You, you almost trust your captains, your veteran players to make decisions in the game to be like, this is not a good moment to play out the back. I'm going to have to boot this. I'm going to have to do whatever. Um, and it's a tough, tough way to figure out a way to practice that. And what better way than Pachuca, where it is what it is. We're just going to try to sharpen our, you know, skills in the back. And yeah, I mean, there's some moments in the game where it was great. It was great. They were passing out the back. It was yeah. great. Stuber, yeah. you know, Stuber's a little shaky. Working out. Hey, fans yeah. last night were coming after Stuver. So yeah. uh, one 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 fan on Twitter this morning, you know, I always put that tweet out. Good morning, Austin FC yes. fans. Tough, tough loss, right? Immediately after it was posted, somebody said, "Good morning to everybody except Brad Stuver, Nick Lima, <laughs> and uh, somebody else." I was yeah. like, "Damn, bro! Like, yeah. it's, it's early, bro! Yeah. It's early." Nick Grant. Lima did not have a good game. Now, Mark, do you agree with what B just said? So, and and maybe this is a cultural thing. I struggle with the whole conceit of exhibition matches in the middle of a season period. Yeah. You know, yeah. this 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 window for this exhibition exhibition matches basically come around because of the international break. Yes. And so again, maybe I shouldn't do this, but I look at everything through the en- the lens of my kind of European background that I'm going, okay, so if we had an international break in the UK, would Liverpool suddenly be like, Okay, well, we're gonna wheel out an exhibition match now against, you know, Tigres. It's just yeah. it's yeah. not gonna happen. So yeah. I, I, I mean I struggle, point. Point. I struggle with the value of friendlies, period, yes. to your point. Yes. Um, and I think if you are gonna try something Here's your opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I think accordingly, fans should try and keep everything in perspective. Uh, Stuva has not become a bad goalkeeper overnight. Yeah. You know, folks jumped on Danny Pereira when he had a couple of bad games. You know, he's had an outstanding year so far. Yes. Alex Ring, because he's been a little bit off, off the boil a little bit. We know now he's had some, some uh, family pressures yes. and everything yes. else. So, yes. you know, these are human beings. And I think we just need to be a little bit mindful of that sometimes and overreact. And uh, if you're not going to try stuff out in a friendly, when are you going to? This yep. is uh, Drusi's goal, by the way, penalty. Bali, whenever you see this, I know you said earlier you weren't at the game, but whenever you see Drusi score this goal and then miss the other one, what goes through your mind, bro? Are man. you are you going to give him shit? or? Nah, it, it, man, I love Drusi. And, and um, yeah. people know that, that, I, that I love him. You know, my concern really was, uh, you know, f- 4-0 at halftime. You know, uh, yeah. it, it's a wrap, bro. You know, don't bring on Drusi. You know, fans were telling me, Oh man, Drusi was on the. On he the got pitch. hit bad, by the he, way. He, he was, got he hit was, bad last night. Uh, he he was bad. on the floor. He he couldn't even walk. You know the 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 whistle was blown and he was on the floor. Hopefully he's okay. You know stuff like this. You know, uh, bro, four zero. The game is done. Don't bring on the, the our good players. You know, forget the game. It's over. So uh, that was my only my only concern. And my, I was kind of. Is that Drusi there? That is Drusi. <laughs> that's Nev. That's Nev. Nev Drusi. Nev Drusi. Nev Drusi. We're uh we're currently watching the clip posted oh, on Twitter. Neff dribbling through the uh, Q2 Stadium pitch. Game, man. Yeah. Game. He was he he was so happy though. He was I like a like little a kid yeah. in like a candy store, bro. He was <laughs> like, he was just ha- in his own world. I was happy to see him happy. I was I was, I was very there's glad. There's something about being on that turf, man. I know there's been a lot of heat from the fans at the end of the season, in in, in particularly in the UK. You know, fans they crash the field on the yes. final whistle, and yes. and I get why inherently that's a, that's an issue, but. There's something, man. There's something special yeah. to be on that that grass. Yeah. yeah. Like when I did media stuff with Austin FC that first year, and we got to go on the field and just touching that grass, man. It's just yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
Not bad. I was one of the first ones to, to, to touch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you knew this. B, you want to give them a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I, I worked at the stadium when they were constructing it. So no when they were laying way. the pitch, you know, I was just I put my hands on it right when it was okay. freshly laid. And I freaking laid on it. <laughs> yeah. and it was amazing. So we have you to blame for the first season, right? Bad juju on the grass. I laid on the little corner. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's how I think. That's how kind of we're Austin TV kind of broke out the scene when we when we like showed up on the uh, social media aspect of things because we were like this account. That was posting, you know, the the first seat. We were posting progress uh, of the stadium. Progress of the yeah. stadium. Yeah. We yeah. were. That's I remember right. we were we were like the first ones to post that it was gonna show ATX. Yeah, remember yeah. that. The remember that. Session. And there was so yeah. many other things that we could have posted. We were like, nah, they would come after us for this yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's some uh, forbidden photos out there of the stadium renderings or whatever, or like some <laughs> concepts or whatever that we never posted because yeah. yeah. it would have. It would have gotten bad. It would have gotten bad. But whatever. <laughs> Moving on. B. Is it, what's the what's the next thing on the nose, B, for the Austin FC segment? We can talk about Montreal. Unless yeah. y'all want to add anything to the Pachuca game. Because honestly, man, it was nah, a, sh- yeah, a, a it piece was, of shit game. We can preview Montreal. Piece of shit game, man. Um, I'm honestly excited to just move on and get ready for this MLS match and focus on Charlotte because Charlotte won last night. Yeah. Yesterday, they beat New York Rebels. And they got a new coach. Convincing win. Convincing win. And this is a guy that has Man City... Uh, on his resume, I think he worked for some other EPL team. So, hey, watch out for for Charlotte. I mean, earlier this season, I was looking at this Charlotte game, and I was thinking, wow, this is going to be, you know, boom, bang, bang, bada boom. Now, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm looking at it. I'm like, man, these guys have a new coach inspired by him. They want to prove to the league that firing their coach midway through the season is not going to affect them. And they're going to see us, you know, walking in there, and they're going to see, wow, this is the perfect team to make a statement. I against. look back at the statement he had in the beginning of the season where they asked him about his squad. And Miguel Angel? Yeah. Miguel Angel Ramirez, he, he says we're screwed. He said we're, we're fucking screwed. <laughs> yeah. But, Bali, preview us a little bit on that Montreal game, bro. What do you expect from that yeah, match? Because from, they're, from they're the sitting in third place in the Eastern Conference right now. Yeah, man, yeah. I, I expect the bounce back 100%. You know, I want to see the, the team come back. And we, we, have to, we have to show character, man. You know, we've, we've been struggling, but we have to come back and, and get back on, on top of the table. Yeah. You know, playoffs is the goal, and uh, people will... Look at that. Yeah. Look Montre- at that. Montreal, Montreal third, third place. place. Third place you know? in Eastern Conference. What, do you, what, what goes through your mind, Bali, whenever you see this? Well, it's a good team. We, we can't sleep on them. We have to take this game serious, and we're away from home. So we know that we don't play as well away from home as we play at home. So um, we, need to come back. we need to come back, bro. We need to step up. You know, I'm, I'm wondering. I'm, I'm trying to see what, what our starting lineup is going to be. You know, uh, is, is Nick going to start? Nick's been struggling. Is he going to start? Uh, Com- Jan, is, Jean Coleman. Is Coleman going to start? I don't want him to start, bro. You know, mm-hmm. we definitely know that our that our our back two are Cascante and, and Gabriel, and that's not yeah, changing. Hundred percent. No 100%. time soon. Kip is honestly putting up a fight, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. My Kip, Kip will is eventually. putting up a fight, bro. Yeah. Eventually, he's he will. He's hungry. He's hungry. He's, he's hungry. He's, he's very hungry. He just has two great center backs in front of him, and if he's a great lad, which he is. He's gonna be like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn from these guys in, instead of being salty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But Mark, I want to ask you something. Look at this right here. Goals for 28 mm-hmm. for Montreal mm-hmm. and 26 against them. Mm-hmm. Now this tells me this is a team that can score and get scored <laughs> against. Now you've worked media, you know, for uh, last season for Austin FC. Yeah. I think this one also as, as well. What do you know about Montreal, and what can you tell the Austin FC fans to expect from this game? So, so Bali nailed it in a sentence when he said, this is a good team, mm-hmm. right? This isn't a team chock-a-block with MVPs. This is a team who hustle, have incredible spirit. They kind of remind me of, and I apologize here to all of our younger listeners and viewers, but <laughs> Kevin Keegan's Newcastle United back in the day. 
Okay. And they were balls to the wall, man. Yeah. It's like, you know what? You're going to score three. We're going to score four. Ah. Uh, hey, and that's no how Montreal, cap. Look at that. That's how Look Montreal, at the scoreline. Look at the scoreline. I mean, yeah, you just nailed go. it. You yes, just nailed yeah. the spot on. It also <laughs> reminds me of Leeds' first season back in the Premier League when they were scoring six but conceding five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 But they're a good team. They've got uh, um, incredible spirit. Um, obviously, they had a rebrand here, what, a season ago now. And Club it de foot. It wasn't just, Club de foot. Yeah, and it wasn't just a, a rebrand of, of the logo. It was... Uh, almost kind of a rededication to to the, to the club and they really called on their fans to step up and support. Uh, I think it's, you know, when you look at an organization like Cincinnati, I think part of the reason they struggle is because there are fractures across the organization at mm, all yeah. levels. When they can bring that together, they'll be a force. Yeah, they will yeah. be a force. Montreal have found that recipe this year. I was actually the only guy on the Austin Anthem podcast that I guessed on occasionally. Shout out to those guys. Who said Montreal would make playoffs? Oh, okay. I called it. So we'll see. Damn, yep. talk well, your shit, Mark Turner. Talk your shit, bro. Talk your shit. In a I like good that. Position to do it, man. This is, I like yep. that. We'll now, now, B, I have to get you in on this. Le looking at the the last three games for Montreal, yes. right? Yep. We got Montreal beating Cincinnati four to three, right? We said that they scored and they get scored on. We beat Cincinnati five zero, so really ain't nothing yep. to us. But uh, in the Canadian Championship quarterfinal, they beat uh, Forge, who honestly I don't know who they are. It's you know probably like a D2 team from Canada. Then we got them losing to Rousseau Lake, 2-1, to one, May 22nd. Again, losing to Nashville, May 18th, beating Charlotte. But this one right here is where I'm looking at, bro. Orlando City, May 7th. <laughs> Montreal beat the lights out of Orlando City 4-1. to one. You yeah. think that this is a team Austin well, FC can beat, bro? I mean, looking at they can score goals, but so can we. We we've dished out plenty of goals. We've got twenty eight goals, you know. So they've to their twenty was it twenty six that they had. Yeah, but look um, at our record, man. Yeah, our, our our offense has been tapering. Yes, these last it few has. Games. Yes, it has. It has been tapering. But I feel like uh, this is gonna be a, a a game where you know have two sides that are gonna just try to outscore their opponents and these are like my favorite type of games so mm. you know i want to see them try to outscore each other you know what i mean score goals i, I hope i see a high scoring game but uh, i think it's going to come down to, to who can score the most our forwards definitely got to get it together man maxi yeah. got hot yeah. then he went cold Musa comes in gives us a little bit of magic and then disappears danny Husin, we still haven't seen the best version of him yeah. right bali who do you think is 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 gonna have to be key in this montreal game bro Oh man, I'm gonna say it, man. You know, it's got to be Owen Wolf. To me, you know, he's been. Hot take. That's a hot take. Uh, that's a hot take. To me, you know, I think I want him to keep the the same intensity that he's been playing with. You know, and no fear in the kid. No fear in the kid. Yeah. He's also he was called up to the national team. That it's it, yeah. it feels good to be called up. You know, you yeah, gotta. Yeah. So um, I w I want to see the same same motivation from him. I want to see him. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he will start yeah. because he didn't start uh, against Pachuca. So he, he'll start against Montreal. And, man, I, I want him to keep performing well and maybe bag uh, an assist for us. Yeah. For me, but it's uh, Maxi, bro. He's been on a, like, a small little drought. I don't even know if you want to call it small anymore. But he started off pretty strong. I want to see him just spark up again. Yeah. You know what I mean? If he can get like, a goal and get himself going again. Like, you know, Mark mentioned they were tapering off. And it's it's true, man. Just, you know, Maxi's gone silent. So I'm keeping an eye on him. 100%. Yeah. Mark, who do you think is going to have to be key for us to win against Montreal, which is, by the way, away from Q2, the fortress, quote-unquote, mm. the fortress? Yeah, absolutely. And it's a great city. I have family in Montreal, man. It's a really? gorgeous city. Really? Uh, yes. Nice. Cold? Yeah. I mean, it can be. It's yeah. Canada, bro. So, yeah, I, bet, I bet it's cold. No, I bet it's, it's cold as shit. There's that old historic section of the city that's beautiful. You have the incredible Olympic Stadium there. I don't know if Josh Wolf's taking them on a tour, but... 
if the boys have any downtime, they'll enjoy Montreal. Uh, to me, there's a couple of keys. I mentioned earlier that Alex Ring has been struggling a little bit this season. I love Ring. I've made no secret of the fact he's my favorite player. Um, if the real Alex Ring shows up, then I think he can... He's going to have to get a grip on this game. Um, I'm concerned right now with our defensive unit, particularly our fullbacks. You had a little pop at Komenich earlier. I'll second that. And I yeah. said from day one, kid can ball when he's going forward. When he has to run back, we're in trouble. Yep. Um, and I can ex expand upon that. We can do a whole other pod on that. But yeah. um, but for me, the other key is for Gundes. Diego okay. is the heartbeat Bible. of this team. Uh, again, blown a little hot and cold this year. But when he is on, things click. Uh, when he and Driussi connect, different level. So I want to see the real ring this weekend, and I want to see um, I want to see Diego come out hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think you definitely hit a spot. On. I'm going to give y'all my uh, my key player who I think is going to have to be key. I think uh, for us to win this game, we're going to need leadership on the field, bro, because it's going to be hard to beat these guys. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to have to go with two guys, obviously, Driussi. Easy, easy mm -hmm. pick. You know, that's like picking the fastest horse you think is going to win, right? Drusi is always going to be spot on. But I think Gabrielson, bro. Gabrielson is going to is gonna be my guy for this game. Um, he's shown us the kind of level that he has scoring against LAFC, kind of helping us, you know, lead and see out that win in, 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 uh, in L.A., which was really the last time that Austin FC played kind of convincing. And, and even then, that game, we were just being bombarded by LAFC. Stuber yeah. had a fantastic game, right? But Ruben Gaberson is that guy, you know, he, he had that press conference where he said that he got mad when one of the players in the locker room said, oh, it's the LA Galaxy. He's like, fuck the Galaxy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm hoping that Ruben brings that kind of attitude to this match. And, you know, the guys don't, you know, they're not afraid of traveling to Canada. And uh, I don't know if it's out yet or not, but we're going to still have to wait on the information of uh, Danny Pereira. If he's going to travel with the team or not, because the, this club is, they like to hold shit to, to, they like to hold stuff to themselves, a lot of info, mm -hmm. and fans have to find stuff out for themselves. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully we're going to see what happens with uh, Danny. But I feel like the league has, uh, has, has, has Danny studied. You know what I mean? They know what kind of player he's going to be. And mm -hmm. we've, we've definitely seen it in, the, in that LA Galaxy game when they beat us at the Q2, what was it, just like 1-0, where they kind of just shut down Danny. You know what I mean? They knew what he had, what he brought to the field, and um, the in the press conference in in, uh, in in LA, they you know they had mentioned that they knew what they had to do and who they had to shut down. And if if Danny Pereira travels to Canada, if he plays, I don't know exactly what's going to happen with that, but if he can go off, man. I think I think we're gonna get it. So between us all, like every player is the critical player. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you make a really good point though about Gabrielson, and it's the same as true with Driussi. When you get these big players coming from Europe, they have higher expectations, yeah. and you see it on the field, but you but you hear about it later in the dressing room, right? I, I've heard time and again from different people just how influential Driussi is, who seems kind of a quiet guy. Let's just soccer do his talking. There you go, soccer just for you guys. Um, soccer. But in the uh, in the dressing room, in the locker room, he's really, really influential. I mean, he is a leader. He is a captain and everything, but armband. Um, and I think Gabrielson's cut from the same cloth. Always wanted to ask you guys this. Excited to have this chance. Mm -hmm. Danny Pereira, I'm going to get with you first, Barney. Oh. Six, or, <laughs> six or eight? Six or eight. Where does he play best? Um, in the six. Okay. I like him in the six. Okay. B? I think he's shown his best, brightest moments have been in the eight. I think, but I would, I would love to see him 
I think the six would be better for him, I think, in my opinion. Are we talking solo six or part of a pair? Uh, pair. Like double yeah. pivoting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's eight, you know. I'm going to have to agree with my boys. I'm going to have to agree with uh, being bothered, and I'm going to go with number six. But, um, I mean, I think Danny Pereira is just a, a kid that's going to be great wherever they, they, they put him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know if he's going to be Drusy type one day, but he's going to be like a Valverde. You know what I'm saying? He's going to just be he's, he's very influential in whatever midfield he is in. He's definitely shining the eight for sure, but I just kind of feel like maybe he, he would have more liberty and more opportunity to showcase in a six with a, with a pair, in my opinion. Who do you yeah. think is the best pair for him from Austin FC? I have him in the eight, bro. You have him in the eight? Uh, Tell yeah, us why. I Tell think why. you get him tucked up tight. Um, alongside Ryusi, closer to Fagundes, closer to Yeruti. I think those boys, that, I mean, that's your indoor five-a-side team. Those boys are balling. Yeah, I mean, they will yeah. never give up the ball. Their movement is ridiculous. And that's something I think we don't focus on enough as a fan base. It's not, it, of course, it's about what you do with the ball at your feet, but it's about what you do off the ball. A good coach back in the day, when I was kind of starting to coach, said to me, if you want to become a good coach, you've got to look at where the ball isn't. Right, those are the spaces of the field you need to be eyeballing, and when you watch those guys moving off the ball, uh, it's astonishing. It really is. I think you get him closer to Drusi, you get him closer to Fagundes, they start pinging balls off one another. I, I'd be happier seeing seeing Ring and Valencia back at the six, yeah. double pivoting. Danny tucked up ahead of them. I don't know. Hit me up on Twitter. Give me crap <laughs> about it. Okay, I guess. What's your ad? What's your ad? On Twitter, tell the fans. Oh, lordy. Where can they find you? What is it? I should know, shouldn't I? I'll come back to you on that. I think it's better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ch check it out real quick. B, is there anything you want to add on this Montreal game previewing? Uh, I just want to see a, a, a great game. I want to see a goal fest. I want to see them go at it, you know, showcase their offensive abilities, both teams. I want to see a, a great offensive game. That's, great that's offensive game? Yeah. Bali. Must win. Must we, win. We have to bounce back. We, we have, have to bounce, to bounce back. back. I, agree. I, I agree. Another I defeat. Agree. You know, we, we can't take another defeat. I'm I agree. That. We can't do I that. I agree. I agree. I think this is also a must win. Um, we had a terrible month of May. B, uh, BNI said here on the podcast that it was going to be the biggest month in club history. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we might have jinxed it. We might have put the pressure on the on the players, but it did not go well for us in the month no, of May, bro. Not, not a good May. But Mark Turner, is this a must-win game? Yeah, for Mont for it's gonna be the shortest answer you're gonna get from me in this whole yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah. You boys covered it. And honestly, we're very similar teams. Like we're both very similar on the table, uh, points, goals. I agree. It's, it's gonna be a good game. Yeah. I hope uh, it's a goal fest. Hopefully, man. it's it's uh, streamed this time. Yeah. Actually, broadcast. We can't lose if if Austin win. Then we're all happy, we're all excited. If Austin lose, this boy rages, and we can enjoy <laughs> it. So, I mean, everyone's a winner. Depends yeah. on how they lose, too. Right? You yeah. Know? Can't get no Pachuca. Nah, man, we can't lose, man. No Pachuca performance. We can't lose. Currently, I'm, I'm going to read the standings real quick before we take off on the uh, top flight private jet. I'm going to be the pilot today because Primo's not here. But real quick, before we end the Austin FC segment, we got Austin FC sitting in fourth place with 24 points. Uh, the goal difference is 10. And then shooting to the Eastern Conference, we got Montreal in third, right? So very similar positions, very similar. They got 23 points. Their goal difference is just two, right? So this is definitely a team that we can score on. We got Drusi, contender for MVP of the MLS, uh, top scorer of the club, club history. Ceci was left in the dust with uh, seven goals, but anything else you guys want to add on to the Montreal game or the Austin FC segment in general? I think we covered it pretty Excited, good. Excited, man. Yeah. Yeah. Must win. Must win.
Mark? Yeah, no, I'm excited too, actually. It's been a while since we've seen Verde out there giving it. So, yeah, yeah. excited to see him again, and it's a must win. Oh, actually, uh, I want to plug this in real quick. You have to go to the Yamin's All Cup after this, right? You want to tell the fans a little bit what that is? Uh, yeah, sure. So, Well, I got pulled in at the 11th hour, so I'm not exactly sure what it is, but <laughs> it's a tournament. You were, you were like the last-minute signing on transfer deadline day for the Austin Anthem team. That was it. <laughs> That's I got the number seven jersey, so I am nice. a Drewsy. Ooh, <laughs> pressure, pulled pressure pulled signing. Um, and people who watch me play know I'm definitely more of an Alex Ring. So, um, yeah, so your mean it's all is a tournament that Austin FC are hosting. And actually, it's up in Leander, which is nice because it's in my neck of the woods. Uh, and it's uh, just a, just an indoor tourney. A uh, bunch of teams up there. Los Verdes are up there and uh, you know, n- number of uh, the Anthem and, and some other teams. And, uh, yeah, it's just fun just hanging out playing some soccer so the reason i'm actually in shorts and everything is i'm not a full kit wanker a bit tragic at my age yeah. um these are my game shorts i, was pl- I played in game one and then i i wanted to be on here with these boys i yeah. bust out miss game two i'm gonna hustle back for game three yeah um so i apologize to my teammates for not being there in the second game <laughs> you'll probably win without me uh but yeah there you nice. go there you go nice. all right well let's hop on the Top flight private jet, go over the Atlantic. And we got a little bit of special of a European segment. It's going to be a little different. We're going to focus strictly on Nottingham Forest. Not so forest. get on the jet, everybody. Make sure to stay with us. We're going to talk European football now. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Top Flight Pod and checking us out on the Austin FC segment part. But we're getting on the private jet, shooting over the Atlantic, and we're landing in England yes. to talk Nottingham Forest in Mark Turner's home country. We're going to not only talk about Nottingham Forest, but we got some England national team questions coming for you later because I don't think that they're so hot the way that the media makes them seem. <laughs> but, Mark Turner, welcome to the Top Flight Party European segment. The jersey you got on Nottingham Forest. The first question I want to hit you with is give us a little bit of background on your fan, uh, of your fan life with Nottingham Forest. When did you realize you were a Nottingham Forest fan? Oh, man. Because everybody has that, that moment when you realize, oh, this is the club that I'm going to And congratulations, support. by the way. Coming Thanks, back to brother. the Premier League. Congratulations. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you so yeah, much. Facts. Yeah, facts. Congrats. Good yeah. shit, B. Good yeah. shit. Excellent touch. <laughs> yeah. Excellent touch. <laughs> uh, See, I hesitate to share this story because it's oh, really going to age me. It's really uh. going to age me. <laughs> <laughs> but anybody who sees me play today at the tournament and realize I don't play my age, all right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it okay. You're actually okay. pretty good. You're actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you play. Oh, that's right. You are yeah. I've yeah. seen you play. I've seen you play. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. Okay. Um, so when I was a kid, are you guys familiar with Panini stickers? Yes. 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 Okay. So when I was a kid, panini stickers were huge, and you know, kids would go around with bundles of panini stickers, and all of my buddies, all of my friends, they all love Manchester United and Liverpool, mm-hmm. and those are the stickers they wanted. And disgusting I, clubs. I, <laughs> disgusting <laughs> clubs. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Um, and as a six-year-old, I think I was at the time, I. Uh, I just had a rebellious streak and I did not want to follow the same club as everybody yeah. else. Yeah. And I was looking okay. for that smaller club who was punching above its weight. It was upsetting these, you know, these other clubs and my, my friends. And I watched, uh, I was, oh, my parents were watching and I happened to see a TV show that Brian Clough was being interviewed on. Now, if you don't know who Brian Clough is, I mean, come on, seriously, but if you don't know I who got Brian you. Clough <laughs> is, go check out YouTube. This guy was the most bombastic, most self-assured, you could say arrogant, uh, football manager that England never had, the England national team never had. This guy was this, legendary. This gentleman right here? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely okay. legendary. 
And he brought Nottingham Forest from complete obscurity to being what we now call Champions League mm-hmm. yes. champions two seasons in a row. Yeah. Two seasons yeah. in a row. Back yeah. to back. Yeah. Back to right. back. Incredible. Still the drink smallest and club back in the history back. of the Champions League and European Cup. To, um, the smallest club to do that, to even win it. A little bit. Back to back is crazy. A little bit of uh, background on Brian Howard. How do you say it? Clough? Yeah, Clough. He was Clough. born in uh, 1935 in Middlesbrough, England. He died 69 years old, which is a pretty long life in those days. What do you think, right? I mean, I 69 years old. I remember he died, actually. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Age, age 69. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then place of death, Derby, England. 5'10", position striker. Amazing striker. Look wow. at his record. I think he was the, uh, the st- I think he's still the striker in England, the fastest to get to 100 goals. Wow. Uh, had an absolutely astonishing record, goal-scoring record. Uh, the tragedy That's was he played for right England here. only twice. <laughs> That's insane, B. That's insane. 213 yeah. appearances, 197 yeah. goals. That's yeah. that's wow. Whoa, that's insane. That's insane. Astonishing. That's, that's, that's hollow astonishing. That's and his son, In these years, that is that's on some yeah. shit. Well, you, you, yeah. you gotta remember, you gotta remember, this is back in the day when the fields were shit, man. Yeah. 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 With the uh, with the seal leather balls there and shit go. like that, steel stomach <laughs> and shit like that. And people wow. playing with like nails driven through yeah. their boots. Uh, yeah. wow. <laughs> but no, I mean he 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 had an incredible career which he never he, he made sure everybody knew about. And also his son, young Nigel Clough, came to play for Forest uh, uh, you know, many years later, of course. And Nigel was a striker. And so you can be sure that his dad uh, made sure that his record was front and center. And so R- Nigel knew what he had to be doing as a, as a striker. But anyway, saw Brian on TV. And even as a six-year-old, it sounds crazy to say this, but I was captivated by him. I mean, he just had this aura and the smile and just... I was like, who is this guy? What is this team? And even though I lived in Oxford, I got sucked into following Forrest. Well, I didn't realize, but he was on TV that year because Forrest had just won the first of their European Cups. And so, uh, you know, I, I got on board at a good time. Yeah. And I really started following the team in earnest. And then they won the European Cup again. So I was all about that. My favorite player was a guy called John Robertson, who ended up scoring the winning goal in that second European Cup. And that's it, man. So I've really been in on Forest since like 79, 80. Damn. And wow. um, so I'm getting back to the Premier League is a big deal. But, you know, that's what I grew up with. I grew up with yeah. them in top flight. I grew up with them uh, in the 80s and 90s. It was kind of a running joke, basically living at Wembley. I mean, wow. they're at Wembley like every year, every other year for one trophy or another. It was crazy. Um, and yeah, so. And then after that, they kind of, they... Went away is what they say. I was right? waiting to see what phrase yeah. you were going to use. <laughs> <laughs> it's very delicate. Very they, yeah. they, you know, they kind of just went away, I guess some people would say. And now they're back. They're yeah. back, you know. Uh, as we were looking at some uh, headlines earlier. One of the magazine headlines is back where they belong. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, a lot of people don't know, but Nottingham Forest is European football royalty, bro. Yeah, they're on, they honestly got some history. But B, you want to you wanna ask, ask Mark Turner anything yeah, on the Nottingham I mean, part? you know, it's the first time they've been in the Prem since, what, 98, 99? They're one of the original founders. Yeah. 23 yeah. years? 23 yeah. years? 23 yeah. years. Yeah, yeah wow. 23 yeah. years. You know, so, uh, yeah, I just wanted to see a little insight on the club as far as, like, the ownerships. Uh, the ambitions of the club. What do you see, you know, Nottingham Forest in the transfer market? You know, what kind of power do they have in the in the market? And and and, you know, where do you see Nottingham finishing? I guess essentially in the Premier League this season, or are they ambitious to stay? That was like what kind of battle? questions, brother. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bro. I'm sorry. I'm just. I, I you know. Just uh, the, I guess the ambition of the club, the, yeah. the ownership. Yeah. Are, are they going to be shopping in the in the window? Yeah, I think so. So we had a change in ownership. Uh, I think. 
three, four years ago now. Yeah, um, yeah, about three to four. Yeah, when Mananakis came in, Mananakis. Yeah, that's the, the that, that's the owner. Yeah, he's the owner of Olympiakos. Who, Andy Milanakis. Okay, who? No, I'm just uh, kidding. That's not him. Okay, yeah, it's <laughs> sounded, sounded better from you. Um, so yeah, he's the owner of Olympiakos, who you know routinely win the Greek League, are always in the Champions League, don't ever do a whole heck of a lot, but they are. I mean, they're the primo team essentially in Greece, uh, and the guy came into Forest, you know, with all the, the promises of what would follow. Uh, about half a dozen managers later, we landed <laughs> on Steve Cooper, and it really has been—it's been alchemy this year, having an owner who really supports the team and the community at large, bringing in Steve Cooper who has uh, a great experience as really a coach that primarily works with youth, spent some time at Liverpool, boo, uh, with England, uh, with Swansea, who got into playoffs in two successive seasons. Look at that. That's what football royalty looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Steve Cooper. Steve Cooper. Steve Cooper. And, yeah, he came in. So, great story this season. We had Chris Hooten at the beginning of the year. Chris Mm -hmm. Hooten knows his stuff. He's a successful manager, good things with Brighton. When they were in the Premier League, or well, they are still in the Premier League, um, but he, you know, did a good job there. Uh, came into Forest. His style did not fit Forest's style. Forest are known as a free-flowing counter-attack on the deck kind of a team. Hutton had other ideas. It didn't work with the roster he had. The players he brought in, it just, it wasn't clicking. After the first seven games mm-hmm. of this season, Forest were rock bottom. Yeah, behind behind Derby, I believe. Yeah, so glad you said that. Um, because of course, how the seasons ended up. So there's Cluffy with the European Cup. Oh, yeah. look oh, oh, that's awesome. That's, that's beautiful. That's, awesome. That's, 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 that's a beautiful, beautiful trophy, yeah. bro. That's awesome. That's a beautiful historic yeah. trophy right there. Yeah. Man, hey, what if what if Nottingham finished top four next season, bro? That'd be amazing. back in the oh, Champions no. League. Well, let me finish up the story. Yeah. So right, go ahead, league, go ahead. they get rid of Hutton, they bring in Stevie <laughs> Cooper, and then they do something that no team has ever done in. EFL championship history ever what? ever no Uh-oh. team that's been bottom of the league when a manager comes in have ever even gotten to the playoffs damn that's let damn. Alone be promoted. Yeah. that's dope Forest were um went to the final game of the season playing against Bournemouth not uh, excuse me two games from the end of the season if had they beaten Bournemouth they would have got up automatically behind Fulham damn. Insane. insane so what Stevie Cooper has done with players like Jed Spence that yeah. talked about off mic he's brought in on loan Jimmy Garner who he brought in for Man, uh, Man United on loan who's been a revelation what he's done to really build up the um, uh, just kind of the, the the belief in the in the academy players like Joe Worrell who now skippers the team, Ryan Yates who you know is being lambasted by Forest fans two seasons ago. Arsenal and Tottenham joined by Bayern Munich and transfer trace for Middlesbrough defender Jed Spence. I think he's yeah. been linked to just about every top yeah. team in Europe right yeah. now. Uh, Jed Spence, very good player. Go ahead, but it's, it's you know it's incredible. It really is. And uh, I had the privilege of flying back to England two weeks ago. To go to Wembley with one of my best friends, nice. and uh, and actually see Forrest do it. So, nice man. Yeah, yeah that's definitely one thing we wanted to, to talk about on the pod by having you on here. Yeah. You were at the game. Oh, oh, uh oh, what we got? Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Damn. Here's a program from Wembley. Wow. Wow. Nice, nice. Wow. From Wembley. From Wembley. From Wembley. I'm gonna smell it. Wembley Stadium. (laughs) I'm gonna smell it. It's gonna. For you guys. So. Oh man. I've been trying Uh to find this shirt for you guys because I want it up on the wall. This is this season's shirt. This is like hen's teeth now. You can't get this yeah. anymore. Oh, oh I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd imagine it. Actually, it's not good, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Back in my shirt. Nice. Paraguay. 
Young Paraguayan player. Very Rodney, Rodney Redes. <laughs> this is a guy we should have bought. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. We should have, we should have. <laughs> Anyhow, um, but I'm going to find you one of these. I, I promise I'm going nice. to find you one, okay? Nice. In the meantime, as a loner, yeah. I pulled this out of my collection. Oh, this shirt man. is 20 years old. Wow. Oh. Okay. It's one of my favorites. Damn. I like this shirt because it has wow. Pinnacle on, who are actually based in Nottingham, local sponsor. Classic, classic shirt. The reason I pulled this one out for you boys, and hopefully you can find a home for it somewhere, yeah. maybe you can cover up that crappy Liverpool shirt, <laughs> um, is because I know one of the boys you want to talk to me about this year is Brandon Johnson. Yeah. Yes. on fire right now, both domestically and Amazing. internationally, all right? This jersey, worn 20 years ago, was worn by his old man. Oh, Johnson, wow. He was a striker Damn. at Nottingham Forest and a Jamaican international at the time. So his old man, in fact, let me go ahead and pull wow. this up here. It all ties together. Uh, I think that company still exists. Um, Pinnacle Insurance. So there's David Johnson, Brennan yep. Johnson's dad, wearing this jersey. Wow. Yeah, that one right here, right? Pick that up we have it right here yeah, on, yeah. on TV right now. There you go, boys. Oh, hey, hey, thanks, Mark Turner. Mark. You're welcome. Yeah. No, anyhow, we would, hey, we're going to definitely hang it up, showcase it here. We're going to, hey, Man United, bye. Man United? <laughs> yeah, yeah, United That's United, a Ronaldo go. jersey, yeah, mate. United. That's a Ronaldo jersey, mate. We're definitely probably going to say goodbye to... Maybe say goodbye well, to know, this Chelsea I, kid. I, I Chelsea, think, Chelsea, no. Chelsea. I think, you, I, think, uh, I think that Mark should pick. Who, who would you want to, to, to leave, Mark? Okay, Mark. Yeah, pick Mark. Which one? It, it is Liverpool, but I know you've probably got a lot of listeners and viewers. Yeah, I'm them off, so I'm not. I'm not going to take that. Heat. <laughs> this is I mean, sick, Tottenham bro. could go, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tottenham. Yeah, 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 but there is no white especially if Jet Spence goes there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beautiful, bro. Nice, yeah, nice very nice. Beautiful, bro. Yeah. Thank the you, Mark. Last thing I want to do, guys, very quickly, because this is essentially uh, um, it's a. Uh, recruitment drive at this point nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's get as many Austin FC fans on board yeah. for us, yes, even if it's just as the second team so one thing I want to make, let you guys know is that Nottingham Forest have a, uh, a North American support okay. group that's nice. our badge oh, that's wow. nice badge. Okay. which incorporates both the US badge obviously and the Canadian you know the, the maple mm -hmm. leaf in there uh, NFFC NA I believe is their Twitter handle uh, and mine is Turner in Verde Okay. okay. So I wanted to show you that we have that going on, and then there's some badges that they produce. So these are for you boys. Oh, some nice. Stickers. Thank you. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely get the word want. out. I mean, come yeah, on. these are sick. Nah, these yeah, are sick. Uh, these are sick. I'll, I'll be supporting. Uh, you know, I'm an Arsenal fan. I'll be supporting oh. Arsenal, but it, I'll definitely be supporting Nottingham Forest this season. Also, is yeah. that is, is is that what you were feeling when Nottingham knocked Arsenal out of the FA Cup? Well, in the you third know, round? you know, uh, I, wasn't a, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't a fan. You know, I wasn't a fan. But but I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. I'm not surprised that they're in the Premier League because I saw the quality of the team and I saw the fight. Not also the fight, the fans, you know, they get behind the team and they fight together. And that's key, man. Hopefully they come in and they stay up and not be a Fulham, you know, always coming up and down, up and down. So up, how much are they spending? In the Premier League. Good, yeah, good point. <laughs> how much so are they? Um, what's the budget? Because they got, what, 200 mil? Almost. almost. <laughs> 200 mil. 180 million pounds. Yeah. Wow. And then um, Mananakis is worth, I think conservatively, he's worth about 150. Yeah. And obviously, that's what he's worth. He's not going to spend all of that on Forest, but... Yeah. Um, I'd be surprised if they didn't make an investment of somewhere between 50 to 60 mil. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to see them blow the budget in this first transfer window. Uh, we have a great core. I mean, to Bali's point, we have a team that fight. They have good skill. They're uh, quick. I mean, in terms of like the counterattack. Um, so we have a good core. You know, can all of them step up and play Premier League? I mean, that's what we're about to find out, right? I want to yeah. give these guys a chance to demonstrate that. Yeah. So let's bring in maybe... Maybe four or five guys bolster the roster, see where we're at come Thanksgiving, uh, and then think about maybe what we need to do in the January transfer window, either mm -hmm. to keep us up or to make a push for European, you know, European places if we're having a 
a crazy hot season. I think teams do that a lot in the Premier League. They come up and they're largely an unknown quantity. We saw that with Sheffield United, to your point. Yes. We saw it with Leeds United. Um, you know, even Bournemouth in their first year, they come up and, and the Premier League teams, I think it's kind of a case that they don't take them seriously and they yeah. also don't quite know what to do with them. Yeah. Um, and so these teams kind of have a hot year and it's usually the, the following yeah. year that they struggle. So... Um, yeah. You as definitely invest their money wisely. I trust Stevie Cooper. I trust okay. Daniel yeah. Murphy. Say okay. Stevie yeah. Cooper. You definitely don't like want to do a, a 2019 or 18 Fulham where they came and they spent all like 180 million. I might be that exaggerating. Was insane. That was insane. They yeah. basically bought a new team. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. essentially bought a brand new team yeah. with and, and, and they, they, went, they down. went down that season. They so did. that's right. There's another example for, for all these other clubs. I, I believe. Know. I believe we have a player, uh, Damian Loss. He used to play for for Fulham. Oh I yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. I saw a photo him with the with the badge, but. On the topic of transfers and movement in the team, mm -hmm. this is not, you know, kind of like a player incoming. This is a question of outgoing. Mm -hmm. I want to ask you the, the situation going on with the Nottingham Forest keeper because he had some crucial saves in the penalty shootout. And now there's rumors that he doesn't want to resign. He's, uh, I, I, I remember seeing something that him and his agent laughed at one of the contract renewals that Nottingham gave him. You think he's like being pushed out for Ethan Horvath to kind of you know start for nottingham forest in the epo and cash in on that you know usa money or do you think <laughs> you think maybe it's samba being the drama queen in this contract thing because because there's there's a there's there's french clubs after him yeah there are french clubs there's after a him. lot of teams interested yeah. in this guy yeah and they should be they should be i mean the first thing i say is that horvath's an excellent keeper yeah. he is uh, he is yeah. fantastic when mm -hmm. samba went off the boil mid-season horvath came in and did not disgrace himself. His first game was a little sketchy, and Forest fans are like, oh, what do we have here? But then he really uh, found his way, and I think he had six or seven games on the trot and played really well. Obviously, you guys know what you can do from Gold Cup. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that was tough. So I, I, I don't know that he's a Premier League keeper, but uh, I think if, if Samba goes, Forrest are going to have to strengthen that position for sure. I think it's a lot of agent talk. I think when a team gets to the Premier League, you know, yes. I think players feel like the team's yes. flush with cash. Yes. Time to double my salary. Yes. This will be honest, guys. If we're in that situation, we'd be doing exactly Beautiful game thing. of football. Beautiful <laughs> game of football. Samba's, Samba's a remarkable keeper. He has so much personality. Again, folks, go check out YouTube. Look at the semi-final, uh, playoff semi-final match against Sheffield United. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the penalty up. kicks. I mean, Samba up. was, oh, brutal. Absolutely brutal. He was so good. And he won that game for us. He went to PKs and it was all about him. And that's he how he had, he, he had two, two saves three. or was it three? Three, three, yeah, three, three saves. Three yeah. saves. Yeah. And he had, the, he had some penalty instructions taped to his water bottle, correct? He did, which became iconic. There are actually T-shirts you can buy now that have his oh, water wow. bottle on. Dude, awesome. <laughs> I love that. Bro, oh, wow. dedication. Dedication. Yeah. I love that. And it, it, that's, what, that's what I wanted to ask you because you would think that maybe they would be all over resigning this kid, you know, resigning this guy. But un unfortunately, like you said, when you have agents like that, when you come into the EPL, money is a big factor yeah. in a lot of these well, I mean, like conversations. He, he wants, I mean, he wants a payday. I mean, yeah. he, he did win the semifinal for us. Yeah. He's yeah. been outstanding this 100%. season and last season. So, so his contract is up, though. Like he's He has one more year. Oh, well, he, yeah, he has one more year. Yeah. But, um, you know, without going, you know, Jed Spence was remarkable this year. He's not yeah. our player. He's a Middlesbrough yeah, player, as, as, as Bali and I were talking about again off mic. Uh, and again, he's attracting attention from just about every team yeah. in Europe, it would seem. You know, another one is Jimmy Garner, who was at the heart of our midfield alongside Ryan Yates. Phenomenal player from Manchester United. Quite honestly, he could have played for United this last year. Yeah. Now Ten Hag's come in. Ten Hag has other ideas. They're already talking about you know, Jimmy Garner could come back to Forest again alone this season, which we would be super happy to see. 
Brennan Johnson obviously is attracting a lot of attention, yeah. not yeah, just domestically, yeah, yeah. but now he scored his first goal for Wales. Yes, I don't think which he, which is going to the, Wales is going to the World Cup. Absolutely, yeah. going I, to the honestly, World Cup. I think the fact he subbed in for Gareth Bale, that's a change into the guard right there. Yeah. Real quick, real quick, I wanna I wanna throw this in there. I was fascinated when I found this out on the Wales topic. Um, since this is like a historic segment mm. in the pod. Um, I found out recently when I was doing some research on the Wales team that the last time that they were in the World Cup, they were eliminated by a goal from a 17-year-old Pele. Oh, wow. That is the wow. last time Wales was in a World Cup, 64 bro. years ago. Yeah. That's crazy. That was the last time. They were eliminated. The last World Cup they were at, they were eliminated by 17-year-old Pele. Damn. Isn't that insane? That's just and they're back. Yeah. they're back. They're back. They're back. Now, I want to ask you this, Mark. On screen, we got Ethan Horvath, yep. and we were talking about Samba. Who do you want to be the keeper in the in the in the EPL? As a as a as a fan, hundred percent fan. Yeah, give me all passion. I want Samba. Samba. Yeah. Samba. Samba. Yeah, I, want, 100%. I want him to stay. I think he's got great character, great personality, but he's also just an outstanding goalkeeper. Yeah, uh, he's big. He's athletic. Um, <laughs> his uh, his degree of shithousery. Is Premier League. Yeah. I mean, the, the game the guy slows the game down yeah. like no keeper you've ever seen. Hundred percent. You know, we saw those images of Jordan Pickford against. I Liverpool was about to ask uh, you the other day, yeah. and he's like kind of looking over and kind of winking and stuff. He's like, I'm slowing the game down. S- different level. Samba's a different level, man. Oh really? Oh, he like yeah. taking those teams <laughs> all in Pickford. And Forest fans love that. They love seeing yeah. you know a guy yeah. do that for them. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. And Forest are going to need that this year. I mean, they're not going to blow teams away. They're going to need to try and stay in games when they get up a goal. They're they're gonna, they're gonna slow the game down. Yeah, they're gonna sure. be fighting for their life. Folks yeah. call it the dark arts. They're gonna be fighting you know, for their they're life. They're gonna need that. They're gonna need that to survive. But I know they. No, I can't say I know. I'm confident that they're gonna survive this year. I really am. Oh. confident. Where do you see them? Hundred percent. Hundred percent confident they're gonna stay yeah, in, the, in the yeah. Premier League. Yeah. yeah. Look I at am. the look at the camera. Hundred percent confident. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent confident. There we go. B, B, what were we gonna say, bro? Sorry. About I was that. gonna say, what position do you see them then? Do you Doesn't see matter. Them? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. Bottom, okay. Yeah, I feel you. Well, hey, that's fair. That's fair. If you want to get saved, call Lampard. Which actually nicely brings me back to because of his connections with Derby. Thank you for mentioning. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> he subsequently got relegated this season. Yep. So Forrest get promoted, Derby get relegated. It's beautiful in the yeah. middle. It's beautiful. <laughs> Bali, you have anything you want to add on the? Not Man, I'm, I'm, I'm you have any question you want to add? I'm, I'm very, very. I'm just very, very excited and happy for none. We you know. Uh, exactly. Looking at the history, 23 years, and you know, it's a long time. You know, I know. I know how it feels to, to, to not win anything for a while, you know. Oh, As an Arsenal sad, fan, you know, I'm in, I'm in my fifth year now, no Champions League, so I know I know how it feels, man. And but uh, awesome you know you're back, shit. and uh, and I'm I'm happy for you, man. It, I, again, I said I'm I'm an older fan. I've seen Forest in the Premier League. You know, I remember the cups. I remember the the heyday, the 80s and 90s when we lived at the old Wembley. Yeah. But going to the new Wembley, which by the way, I think Forest have won of only four of the 92 professional teams in England who had never been to the new Wembley. Oh wow. Right, so now we have that monkey off our backs. Yeah. To be there at the new Wembley and for that final whistle to go. It's crazy, man. Do you, do you guys have moments in your life that are like touchstones? Like they're so indelibly part of you that if you close your eyes and you just think back to the moment, it all floods back. The emotion, right? If you're hugging a friend, yeah. you, know, that, you feel I that. I see what right? you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Music. It's, it's like I remember exactly. Yeah. exactly. The yeah. final whistle went. We were screaming and jumping around and grabbing people around us. I was in tears. I'm not ashamed to say. I was wow. in tears. Freed from Desire. Gala, Freed from Desire came out over the speakers. And we were just losing our shit. Just dancing and singing this song. Wow, man. And um, there were almost 40,000. <coughs> excuse me. 
I'm getting cut up again. Yeah. There were 40,000 Forest fans. <laughs> that's love, that's noise. love. I mean, commentators from Sky, commentators from BT Sport, they're all saying, we have never heard Wembley like this. Yeah. Wow. Um, you know, the only thing that came close to it was the European Championship final this last year, which, oh, again, I was privileged to be at. Um, it, it was a blessing to be there, and it was just, yeah, just, oh, God, the emotion. You, yeah. were, at, you were at the Real Madrid PSG? Uh, no, 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 England, Madrid, Italy. England, oh, okay, Italy. Okay, yeah, European yeah, yeah. Championship. Okay. Wow. That, that, that feeling and emotion. Yes, you were there. You were there. That was amazing. That, yeah, that was an amazing that. game, too. That was insane, too. That's yeah, a, oh, that's yeah, a great game, yeah. too. Bought tickets after the Ukraine game. So I went to England with England getting ready to play the semi. If they lost the semi, I was coming home with a tail between my legs. Oh. So I bought a very expensive ticket. Took a gamble, and uh, yeah. yeah. B, before I ask my next question, is there anything you want to add yeah, to Yeah, I just want to touch on, you know, the, you, you're bringing up the emotions, the feelings of mm. seeing your club get promoted. It's something that I, you know, you know, watching you have these feelings is just like, man, I can't, I, I couldn't relate because, you know, I, I'm, there's no relegation promotion in the MLS. Yeah. You know, I, I, I grew up watching uh, Liga MX as a kid. You know, I, I followed America, which they're not going to be in that position. Yeah. And, you know, falling in love with European football, Chelsea is just, you know, can't relate. Can't can't really seem to to fathom uh, uh, the feeling of seeing a club that you love get promoted to to an elite top flight league like the Premier League. So, congrats, man. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah, yeah thank you. And, and it was really interesting. Uh, you know, the lead up to the game, we went to a place called the Green Man, which is an historic pub in London, which is where back in the day, again when we used to live at Wembley, that was where all the Forest fans would go. So it was yeah. our pub. Well, we haven't been there in twenty three years. Damn. So to see the 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 beer oh, garden man, flooded a... with red. Wow. Uh, oh, play, wow. Ex players were there, Damn, and some of the uh, the broadcasting Damn. team, um, and looking that's around, beautiful, bro. And seeing families, seeing dads who were younger than me who had never seen Forest in the Premier League mm -hmm. with their children who, of course, had never had that experience. Yeah. New fans though, yeah. new Forest fans in those kids. Oh, I mean, if I wasn't so drunk, I'd have been touched. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah. I don't really remember I, the walk to Wembley. I'm going to be honest. Now, <laughs> I love the Premier League. These two, oh, boys, yeah. these two boys, these two boys, being they're huge EPL fans. Arsenal and Chelsea, yeah, right? That's yeah, no secret. Yeah. Um, you sit between La Liga. Them, you yes, <laughs> I have to. I have to. I have fair to. Play, fair play. I am La Liga, Real Madrid fan. So is uh, Los Primo, Los Blancos, Neff, Danny Bands. Yeah. Too many. So where I where I sympathize <laughs> with Nottingham Forest is in the European Champions League part about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, yeah. Real Madrid won their 14th. Yeah. Um, the second place is M Milan. Yeah. Liverpool right yeah. after that. Then we got the likes of Barcelona, Chelsea, a bunch of the Bayern. Right. Just caught up. <laughs> but it's cool. It's it's cool to have Nottingham Forest, a historic team, come back to life like that. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I'm saying? Did you know, come back won, onto you know the where scene. they won the second of their European Cup? No, where? Bernabeu. And the Bernabeu. Nice. Wow. wow. Nice. <laughs> yes, Incredible. Nice. I'm actually planning on going to the new Bernabeu when it's fully open and, nice. and ready. That's, that's something I really want to do. I want to take uh, my little brother, my girl. I don't think my parents dude, would Dude, hit go. me up. Yeah. I'll be down, dude. That's something that we've actually always talked about since we were like in high school. We've wanted to plan like a Euro trip. Mm. But we want to visit Stanford Bridge, visit Arsenal Stadium, go to the Bernabeu. Uh, but, you know. Soon. Camp Nou, fine. The Camp Nou. Nah, fuck the Camp Nou. Fuck the Camp Nou. What about our boy going to PSG? Who? Zidane. Zidane. Oh. It's happening. I didn't it's think you were going to ask me that. Here's what I heard the other day. Is I didn't think you were going to ask me that. He really wants the France job. And there's talk that when Deschamps gets done with the World Cup, he's done with France. Yes. And Zidane's yeah. like, and they know he's a shoot, like they shoot, shoot, shoot yes. him, right? They'll give it to him. So yeah. he's like, nice well, do I go to PSG? And yeah. Then he should. a little buffer before you get the France job. That's what I would do. Yeah, exactly. Just have a little fun with PSG. Plus, Mbappé, you know, he's... With his new insane contract. Rat. 
I'm sure uh, he can Rat. make it happen. So I heard a funny thing on a, a podcast the other day. Someone was saying, you know, Zidane goes to uh, PSG. This is going to be the first like leadership leadership decision that Mbappe is going to make since he took over the club. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, PSG need a manager uh, that that like Zidane is. A Zidane perfect, makes sense. Yeah. Zidane, Zidane makes sense. Perfect. Zidane because makes sense. He's not there to build a squad. He's there yeah. to manage egos and manage big names and something that he's done yeah. before. He's not a locker room in the world. He doesn't walk into and you're like. Oh yeah, I'm gonna shut the fuck up now. Exactly, yeah. Ah. And, and I mean, yeah, I can't. You're like the you're just controlling the vibe. You're yeah, letting yeah. the vibe happen, and you're just kind of controlling it. It's it's like I don't know. It's yeah. just too many egos, too many big names. You know, they they flooded this club with an insane amount of money, yeah. and it's just. And also, you know, if you step out of line, he's gonna headbutt you. Yeah. Isn't there rumors? Isn't there rumors of a statue? No, it's so good. It's up. It's up. They're, they're it gonna uh, right. they're gonna it's put up. a statue of him headbutt. It's up. It's up. Yeah. Wow. It's up. Shout out. But, okay, so Historic you asked me the moment. question, right? I had a long conversation with my boy Neff. Shout out to my boy Neff. I'm um, sure you have plenty of those. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we had a lot, a lot of conversation. <laughs> yeah. But one of the conversations we had was about this issue, Zidane. Uh, and he was, you know, we were talking about it. And I told him that it, if he wanted the, the French job, if he wants that French job, that French job, he has to go through PSG first. Think I, I think he has to go through PSG and then get that it, French bro. job. I think he's got it. You think so? Champions League three yeah. years in a row. Yeah, he's man. got it, bro. Yeah, he but could, he could stay not managing until waits for uh, the, the, the opening to free up, and he can get it. Bro. Uh, yes, I, it. I I agree. He's earned it. Yeah. But the French Federation, bro, they're something else. They're special souls. They're special. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They control the Ballon d'Or. They control so yeah. many things. The president of FIFA, uh, what's his name? Uh, Plat uh, Blatter, isn't he from France or uh, Platini? No, he's, uh, uh, no not not the, the the bald guy. He's yeah, from France, right? No, Platini's French. Platini's French. Yeah, yeah. Platini's French. Okay, okay. Yeah, actually, an yeah. awesome player. Yeah. God, I'm old. Fantastic player. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Baller, like, real <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, those those areas of football, those guys, they have like they have a little group of buddies, and if you want to yeah. get in the club, as long as you don't piss them off, Coach PSG, yeah. and also. There's there's uh, reports in the news that uh, the French president is kind of convincing Zidane to come into yeah. PSG. It's What's his name? Uh, Macron. Yeah. Macron. He's yeah. talking to. Uh, he was involved. Zizou. He was involved in the Mbappe, Mbappe situation, yeah. situation as well. As well. So it's as well. almost like the French are kind of you know. Can it's I just say I'm really, really happy that Boris Johnson doesn't get involved in the three oh. lines? <laughs> yeah, he gets yeah, involved. True. I don't want him anywhere near our team. Yeah, he yeah, gets right involved. Yeah, he gets involved in, in, in the sales of clubs. Yeah, long live the queen too. Long live the queen. Long live the queen. She's like 120. But hey, bro, <laughs> real quick, Martin, we don't have that much time left. I know you have to go somewhere, but yes, I wanted to ask you yes. something. Uh, getting away from Nottingham Forest, but staying in England, staying in the three lines. Here we go, sir. Not so important. Nations League Cup. Yeah. Um. I wanted to ask. I want to ask you real quick. Do you care that England is in last place for this tournament right now? <laughs> They're in last place. Italy is in first. Am I, am I bleeding? <laughs> God. Do you care? No. 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 I. Okay. So for if, if we were top of the table, you'd expect me to be like, yeah, you know, sticking my chest out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're better than Germany. We're better than. I don't really care. I mean, I don't really. I genuinely don't care. Like, I like Nations League. Yes. I'm really glad it exists. Yes. Because like boring. Meaningless friendlies, <coughs> Pachuca. Um, yes, <laughs> I, I just don't understand. Right, I don't understand yeah. the point of them. So, to to inject a trophy into the whole situation makes a lot more sense. Right now, it's crazy. These players have been playing non-stop essentially yes. for two years because of the COVID situation. KDB. Now we're shoehorning in four games in 11, 12 days. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, before they then kick up Premier League, I'm like, you got to give these kids a break. It's insane. Yep. So, yep. so the fact that you know, right now we've got what two points. 
I, I really don't care. I mean, the performance against Italy was good. The performance against Germany was good. Lost to Hungary. Neither performance was great. Lost to Hungary. Lost to Hungary. Let's not skip that. Don't worry. We're going to get our revenge <laughs> on Tuesday. I'm 100% sure of that too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get our licks in on Tuesday. Um, so no, I'm not I'm not I'm not too bothered. I'm more concerned about, and it's actually kind of, you know, this comes full circle back to Austin FC. I'm actually kind of concerned about the offensive output. Oh, from, from three lines. Well, how why would you be concerned about the offense or the output? I see, but England has one of the best. I know on paper, it's insanity. On three, you got, yeah. three you in got the, Southgate. The I think it's Southgate. It's too much. It's, it's too much. Southgate. It's, it's too much. I think Southgate's a problem to me. See, and Bali's right. It is about Southgate. Southgate, but here's the issue: like, he's really unified this group of players, right? Yes. They used to be. It was very tribal. Yeah, yes. the Man United sect, yeah. the Liverpool sect, the Chelsea yeah. sect, and it didn't Facts. mix. That's right? why the golden era kind of exactly, yeah. which is insane. Like, it's you insane. look at the midfield Lampard, we used to have Rooney. Um, I mean, it was the Gerard. greatest midfield in the world yes. at that point in yes. time. That game versus Germany, where Lampard hit the post and the ball went over the line, that, was got, a goal. that changed yeah, history. Yeah, yeah. That, that changed history. That, that was a goal. It was Lampard, Gerrard, Scholes, Beckham, Carrick, um, Roy uh, Keane. Hargi, Hargi. Nah, no, <laughs> Rooney, Rooney. Rooney. Don't, Rooney. Don't, make, don't make me tell people. <laughs> Peter Crouch. <laughs> Peter Crouch. <laughs> Peter Crouch. Hey, but our offense right now, you look at Harry Kane, you look at um, Foden, you look at Sterling. Mount, Grealish, yeah, Sancho. Sancho. Uh, Grealish. Who's the lad from West Ham? I'm blanking. Who's, Rice. Uh, Smith Rowe. No. Um, the, the Mason Mount Antonio Why am I forgetting Abraham I actually like Antonio Former yeah. Forest man uh, Harry anyway, Kane But, but to Bali's point It is the coach But it's difficult because Southgate's done a really good job Of unifying this squad Kind of making it Club England um, Making us difficult to beat You know We don't concede very many goals Even with Harry Maguire in defence yeah. um, But scoring captain, has been captain. the issue And it's been the issue Really since the second half Of the, ch of the championship final Against mm, Italy yeah. Yeah. You know, where we scored a goal early and battened down the hatches and then got called out. Yeah. Uh, never should have happened. Should have turned the screw. Never should have happened. No. Uh, very, I love Josh Wolf, but that was very Wolfy. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Uh, very Wolf. He's been better this season. He's been better this season. Yeah. But, but there, there was the inclination to do that for Austin this last year. England do it too much. It concerns me going to the World Cup. I don't fancy our chances. I really don't. I think unless we, unless we are a little more courageous and get away from this double pivot, have the one at six... Release guys like Grealish, release guys like Foden, give them a bit more license to get up the field. I think we're going to struggle. Well, I'm very excited for the Black Friday clash, USA England. That's probably going to be. Oh, that's, that's it right there. Be, I got you, baby. I, I got you, baby. I got you, baby. That's, that's going to be a group. I've seen reports of like it might become the most watched yeah, sporting yeah. event in the history of the U.S. 100%. This is Thanksgiving, bro. This is, this, what a yeah, group. Exactly. We're off. We're off this day. The entire sleep on Iran. Oh no no. Uh, oh no 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 no, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Hey, trust dude, me. This group actually, with the Wales being introduced, yeah. I think it's the toughest group. Yeah. Yeah. That's it might be. It might be. It might be. It's the most balanced. Yeah. It might be. It might be. It might be the most toughest group, bro. Now I got toast on the. Where else the TV account? I got toasted because I said I ran to beat U.S. Men's National Team. And, of course, all the little U.S. Men's National Team blokes <laughs> came after me. And they're like, oh, you're wrong, this and that, blah, blah. I get it. USA is good. I get it. USA is good. Just for me, blokes. <laughs> yeah, so but this is, this is an Iran World Cup team. This is an Iran World Cup yeah. team. This is going to be the biggest stage. Iran has been getting hold, though, because their friendly uh, in, in Canada got canceled. Yeah. And they haven't been playing yeah. consistent top-level football to get ready for this World Cup. Uh, any two teams in this group need to brace themselves at going home early. And I include England yeah. in the mix. Yeah. 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 Any two teams. 
Wales right now are on an upswing. Uh, they just drew with Belgium, who are no longer number one, but world number one for how many years? They yeah. just drew with yeah. world number yeah. one, right? Yeah. Another, Johnson. Another, <laughs> another golden era, era age loss. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Right. yeah, they squandered that. Real yeah. quick, I want to ask everybody on the part, starting with you, Mark. Ready? Yeah. We're going to go through the England World Cup group. First game they have is November 21st at 7 a.m. in Central Time, everybody, against yeah. Iran. Yeah. Who wins that game? <laughs> Mark England, Turner. England start notoriously slow, so I'm going to go with the with a tie. A tie to start oh, the World Cup. Yeah. English media one. is going to flip. Yeah. English Ooh. media is going to flip. Bali, who wins the, the the first match? England, Iran. I think England got it. England got yeah, it? Yeah, England got it. B. I think England has it. England too. has yeah. it? Yeah. All right, moving on to the second uh, match day. Match day two of three. Like B said, Black Friday, November 25th at 1 p.m. Perfect time, by the way. Uh, England versus USA. Who wins that B? I got the U.S. Oh, of course. Upsetting and, upsetting. and upsetting the English and breaking all i mean twitter's gonna go crazy the, the u.s is gonna be have a party i think that's the u.s biggest game in i can't remember how many years i mean bigger than yeah. when they played belgium and uh wandalowski put it wide bigger than that moment remember since that, that remember moment. that since that, that might, moment since that moment since, since that, that moment, moment. Yeah, yeah bali second match day england usa Who'd i think england will be too much for usa england will be yeah, too england much will be too much for usa we'll see We'll Damn, see. Bali's team England all the way. Yeah. Mark Turner. Mark <laughs> Turner, match Bali. day two. Match day two. Um, England are going to squeak through oh, that game. Yeah. It's going to be a VAR decision that shouldn't have gone oh. well. <laughs> <laughs> it goes that way yeah. late That's in the match. Or it's going to be a hurricane PK. Never should have been a PK. Hurricane is yeah. always going to score PKs. <laughs> Typical hurricane. And then, and then hurricane, whenever he goes to the press conference, he's going to say that he loves his wife. That's what he's going to say. <laughs> Third match. Match day three of three. This is my biggest game of the group. Wales, England. Gareth, the Welsh Dragon, takes on England. B, who do you think wins this game? Wales, England. I think England. I think yeah. England takes it against yeah. Wales, bro. England? Yeah. yeah. Simple. No, I, no, I think this game, that game, this game has a, a draw all over it. I think they'll oh, tie. Okay. 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 We'll see. Mark Turner. So at this point, if you follow my logic, England have accrued four points. Four points. It all hangs on what Wales need to do. If Wales are done by now, yeah. I peg England and Wales both just to limp in with a draw, right? Yeah, They'll just be yeah. trading blows and they'll be like, yeah, a draw's good enough. If Wales have something to play for, England lose this. Wales Dang. also... Yeah. Wales also Four points is enough. England go through second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the US top the group. <laughs> oh, my God. Bro. No, it's all right. <laughs> hey, Wales, Wales have to arrive to this World Cup with a healthy Gareth Bale. Yeah. To be to, to, Honestly, do, to do anything. Point. People keep talking right now about, oh, where's he going to play? Where for six months? How's he going to stay? Where's he going to go? What do you mean, how's he going to stay fit? The guy can't walk across the room without injuring him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, That's true. what I'm saying. Can you imagine if yeah. they had to go without him? That'd be wow. devastating. They'd be done. They'd be done. They'd be done with that belt. Yeah. Who are you going to depend on? Aaron Ramsey? He can't even score a freaking PK for Rangers, That's mate. That's tough. That's tough on Dan. Don't, don't, don't be digging on my Rangers. Rangers shirt. Yeah, we did get a Rangers. But hey, boys, anything else you want to add to the European segment? Nottingham, England talk. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you for spending so much time on my two favorite teams. Yeah, appreciate it coming to the studio and have this podcast with us, man. Appreciate it. You know, this this was something that we had to do because we have the European segment, Nottingham Forest. Did we say before the? We did say before the win. Yeah, we said Forest make it to the Premier League. Yeah, come on, you're like hell yeah. Gave you my words. We're like fuck. We got to have Mark Turner and B, yeah. B was also down he was like fuck yeah, yeah let's, let's get Mark it. Turner let's, do yeah. it. let's get yeah. Mark Turner so appreciate you for coming on Mark Turner hey. my G my hey. G Mark my G my G Mark my G Mark
Mark. Go. <laughs> clip that, clip that, clip that, clip that. But Mark Turner, go to the game. Last minute signing for Austin Anthem on the transfer deadline. You got to do good for them. Put in work. Bring the cup. Bring the cup. Bring the cup so we can have it here. Bring the cup so we can have it here. Anthem, I love you guys. We ain't winning no cup. It's been the Top Fly Podcast, Nottingham Forest Special with Mark Turner. Thank you for checking us out. Make sure to subscribe to us, and we'll see you soon. Thank you, everybody. Nottingham Forest, let's go.